Oh Lord, may your word become life in our lives. Amen. Please be seated. During the last Sundays, we have been following an alternative lectionary inspired by the prophet Micah and stressing the theme, be just, be kind, and be humbled. Today, we continue this journey while centering the collect that we pray at the beginning of our service, the readings that you heard, and my sermon on the commandment of loving our neighbors. And that is why you heard the reading about Ruth and Naomi, and Ruth unconditional love for her mother-in-law. This love went beyond cultural and blood boundaries and made possible the survival of a family crucial to the Jewish history. And also you heard 1 Corinthians 13, this beautiful and ancient hymn about love. I guess this text inspired the Christian church in Corinth to live their faith and transcend their cultural, political, and socio-economical differences. Love, unconditional, patient, and kind love was a revolutionary and prophetic way for this community to live in the Roman Empire in the first century. And as you read the gospel today, you heard the gospel today, we are um, thinking about the Good Samaritan parable in the gospel of Luke. This is maybe the most well-known of Jesus' parables and a didactic way Jesus used to teach his followers about love that transcends hatred and cultural differences. The lectionary we are following during these weeks are a reminder of how in need we are to pray, preach, and live this kind of love. As the lawyer trying to test Jesus, we also fail to see what is truly essential in life. And even more, we are mistaking what it is just to live and Jesus promise us of life ab abundant. We can follow the law or what is politically correct and we can intellectually ask ourselves or even ask God about what we are supposed to do or say but as it was for the lawyer who came to Jesus, it is obvious who our neighbor is and what God expects from us. Who is my neighbor is, is the most ridiculous question we can ask God. It was ridiculous for the lawyer to ask Jesus, and it is ridiculous if we ask it today. Because of course, the Bible character knew who, is, who was his neighbor. And of course that we know who our neighbors are because that is not an intellectual or philosophical question. It is just a matter of rooting our lives in reality while opening our eyes and seeing beyond ourselves. As the lawyer in the text of the Bible, 
we can try to pass as ignorance or just justify ourselves in front of God. We can say that, it, that oh, it is the media that is dividing us. It is the political nightmare that we inherited. We can blame the, po the professional politicians. We can blame Putin or the war, the radical left or right. But we know better than this at the end we already know that we have some power to transform the tiny little spaces we live in. And we have the invitation from God to walk the spiritual path of personal transformation into a better human being. We recognize that the example of the Good Samaritan in Jesus' parable is possible. It is not something extraordinary or unthinkable. In our hearts, we know that if we want to, that if we choose to, each of us can be the Good Samaritan. We can be the person who intentionally decides to love and care and come near the person in need and heal those in pain and show mercy. There is nothing extraordinary in those actions. These actions mentioned in Jesus' parable are nothing out of the ordinary. These are common actions of people who care, who love, and dream of a better world for themselves, for their neighbors, their community, their country, and the world. This good Samaritan of the parable chose to be a good person. He chose it intentionally. But he had all the tickets not to. He had all the excuses possible to deflect from being a good person and loving and caring for the person in need. He was a stranger in that land. That the road from Jerusalem to Jericho, as it says in the parable, was not even near the Samaritan region. He was in a dangerous land because of the Jewish people's hate for their culture. He could have used the excuse of reciprocity or not getting involved in saving a Jewish person because of their hate for the Samaritan people. He was considered unclean and the enemy. He could have made the excuse of religious purity laws for not touching a bleeding person or even the excuse of not touching a Jewish person with his unclean Samaritan hands. But the Samaritan intentionally chose to be different than others expected of him. He went beyond his times, cultural, religious, and political expectations while doing good. He chose to be moved by compassion. Feeling for others is the first step to being a good neighbor. How can we today transcend our cultural and political expectations? Is it possible not to reproduce the roles for us assigned by the media, the economic class or culture or our political party? 
Is it possible today to be a good person? Last Friday, I discovered that the Museum of the Bible here in DC was having an exposition about the Samaritan people. So I went to visit the museum on Friday morning before writing my sermon for today. And the artifacts, pictures, videos, and information present the Samaritan people story from biblical times to our present. And uh, I was surprised to know that there are only 850 Samaritan individuals who live today in a micro-community in the Middle East. Only 850 individuals. And I, I was in the same trap as the lawyer in the text of the, of the parable. I, I decided to go and visit the museum with the excuse of trying to understand what is unique in this culture, in that community. What was unique of this good Samaritan who wanted and chose to do good? I thought that there was something special in these people's blood. I thought it was some kind of higher religion. And I went, but guess what I found and learned? there in the museum. I learned that yes, the Samaritan culture is unique. They have their own alphabet, their own text, their own religious spaces. But at the end, what I learned is that they are just people like us. I just saw in pictures and videos, individuals and groups eating and praying, celebrating, sharing family stories, and teaching the younger generations about their religion, their culture, and human values. Just people like us, nothing out of the ordinary. People like you and me, nothing special. Just people to choose to be good. People to choose, who choose to be good neighbors today and now. That can be us. Nothing out of the ordinary, just choosing to be good neighbors. Amen.